Hello, everybody. This is Paul Herman, the Prince of Motivation, also host of Zaka Presents, My Journey. We're creating a vulnerable and positive platform where you can get inspired and motivated from different leaders from our community. Today's guest is Silse St. Louis, another co-founder of Zaka. How you doing, young man? Uh, uh, Paul, uh, better now that I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, happy to be, happy to be. I, I was impatient. I've, I've, I was impatient. I've been n- nervous about that all day long, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. The viewers are, are obviously very excited to hear about you, hear about your journey, and, and also just know what's going on, you know, at, in, the, in with Zaka. You know, you guys have been uh, the fact the past interviews were amazing, Francois and also with Greg. And now I'm here with you. So before we get into Zaka, could you give the viewers a little bit more about yourself, a little bit about your background, where you're from? Uh, so uh, me, I'm from Haiti, from, uh, the Caribbean. So uh, I uh, did I, I grew up there basically. So and I studied university in AD as well. But I finished my university in the US. And uh, after, the, after that, like, uh, I, I major in finance. And then, like, uh, I live in Minnesota, New York, uh, Atlanta, in the US. And now I'm in Europe. So uh, basically, wow. basically that, that's for my background. So Caribbean guy. And then, like, numbers guy, finance. So, yes. Now, just so you're coming from Haiti, right? And, and yes. what part of Haiti were you in? Uh, the capital, uh, Port-au-Prince. Ah, Port-au-Prince, exactly. Prince. Yes, yes. So, you're in Haiti, and you make this transition over to the U.S. How was that change for you? Like, how was that transition, you know, coming from Haiti? You know, you say you were at the university in Haiti, right? Uh, yes, I studied in a university in Haiti. My university in Haiti had a had a partnership with the American embassy. And then like, uh, I, uh, they selected five students from my university to, is, is to finish their, uh, their degree in the U.S. And luckily, thanks God, I, w- I was one of these five students. So that's how I was able to, uh, uh, to, uh, to do my two last years of, uh, of college uh, in the U.S. at the University of Minnesota. Okay. Now the university of Minnesota. So now you're in Haiti, you know, you're in the Caribbean and now you're in Minnesota. Like how is that actual environment? You know, Caribbean I'm not, I'm, is obviously I'm, different from obviously living in the States, but like, how was that? I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> just to give you, just to put it in perspective for you. I remember when I in left Haiti, like it was end of uh, August and it was like, AD 85 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. When when I arrived in Minnesota, it was like 40 something. And so we, so so sorry for, for for your viewers. I was like, what kind of F country is that? <laughs> no, but uh, you know, that was the first shocker. That was the first shocker. And after that, like uh, came all the cultural, social uh, uh, culture shock, you see that I mean all this stuff. I'm not gonna lie to you at the beginning. I cry a lot. I cry because of the weather. I cry because uh, I miss my friends and family. I cry because I uh, uh, how, how can I put it? Like it was the first time that I was in an environment like like uh, I couldn't I couldn't find people who look like me. 
because at that time Minnesota it had four percent of black people. So to be honest, everything it was uh, it was it was like I jumped in a different di- di- a, a, a dimension. It was like another completely on another world for a uh, for me. But like everybody, I adapt, and then to be honest, after that, my time there was one of the best part of my life, to be honest, my time there after that. Now, when you got to Minnesota, you said you finished your last two years. So did you go right into the workforce at that point? You said you were into finance. Yes, exactly. So after Minnesota, what I did, uh, I wanted to, like at that time, I, my mindset was that, okay, uh, how, how can I say, uh, at that time I was like, I'm from a country where not that many people ha- have high level education. So I was like, okay, so I want to go back in the country to give back, to help. So after graduation, what I did, I went back to AED. I stayed there for two years. I worked in the private sector and for a, for the government. Uh, a, a, when I, in the private sector, I was, I worked for a construction company as a, fi- a finance director. And then after that, I work a, for a, I was in the Ministry of Ju- uh, Ministry of Justice in the a, like a, a, in the cabinet of the minister, administrative counselor. I did that for one year, but uh, after that, like to be honest, a, I enjoy it. I learned a lot, but I was looking for other challenges, and then like uh, I went back to the U.S. and that that's that's when I moved to New York. So because I'm a guy like I'm always looking for a challenge, it's a challenge, Paul. In fact, I told you I'm in Europe now, so I, I need to move. And now that's why I mean I'm with Zaka now, a new challenge. I'm always looking for a challenge. Exactly. So your your college education helped you out in the job force. Is that correct? Yes, my college education. To be honest, uh, because my scholarship to uh, my my scholarship to uh, to study in the US, I got it from the American embassy. So when I went back to the country, after like one week or two weeks, the, the embassy called me and asked me like, uh, are you already working? I was like, not yet. I'm still looking. And then they were like, okay, go to that company, apply for that job. And like, and they, they, they follow the process. I went to the company, apply, interviews, everything. So it was, as I told you, it was a job for a finance director. And then like after all the process and I got hired and like, uh, so, but yes, it's, I would say, because of my education and also like um, because of my sponsor, who, which was the American embassy at that time. Mm. Well, congratulations on that. You know, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Ooh, definitely had some um, some people working for you at that point in time. Helping oh, you. me, how I would say, I, I believe in God a lot. I would say it's God work, man, to be honest. Because as I believe in God a lot, I always said like, okay, that's true, like uh, that. That should have the education, blah blah. But I always believe, like, uh, okay, I might have like uh, things got the intelligence, all this stuff. But I, I always say that, like, uh, I don't do that much to deserve all these blessings. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because there are other people who are doing much more than me, and they don't have this kind of opportunities. But like, uh, these blessings are coming to me. Of course, like uh, I do my part too, studying this kind of stuff. But again, it's all God work, man. <laughs> That's all I can say. All yeah. God work. It's good that you have something you believe in and, you know, especially during the time of you transitioning from Haiti over, you know, coming over to the States, you know, obviously, like you said, it was very hard for you transitioning 
you know, you had to kind of believe in yourself and obviously believe in something, you know, above you in a sense to kind of push you through, you know, what are some of the, the, that mindset that you, you applied when you started to work in corporate America, you know, obviously you had that opportunity to possibly go back to Haiti, like, but what made you, you know, continue to say like, no, I'm going to build a name for myself here in the States and create a life for myself in the States. How do you go about that? Yeah. As you said, you just said something in addition to believing God, like, uh, I'm a basketball fan and I like Kobe Bryant. There is a quote of a, of Kobe. A, and I remember I was a teenager when I heard that quote. And since then, I keep, it, I, keep, I keep it for myself. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Okay? So when I went back to AED, I did a, what I had to do. And then, like, I was like, okay, so I want to do more. Uh, a, like, I want to grow more because, to be honest, I... Hey, hey, there was a, there was a lot to do, but as the market was super small, you, there there wasn't that much opportunity to grow as a professional. So that's when I I just to go back to to go back there. So my mindset was that okay, I have friends, I like I have friends like uh, who went there, they struggled, but they did it. If they can do it, I can do it too. So that's why I'm saying a, like that's where that mentality, like uh, believing in yourself. But I know along the way I was going to struggle, but nothing valuable in life is easy. So that mindset of believing in myself and also willing to face the challenges pushed me to go back to the US. Mm-hmm. Even though I, w- I know that like uh, if I say in AD, it was going to be much more comfortable, but like that growth, that professional growth, I wouldn't get it in AED to be honest. That professional growth, wow. because the market is too small. No, no, no. Of course, I mean, and that's that's something that you know, in, in our conversation that I had with Greg and also with Francois, you know, being able to come to the states, you know, and making a a, a life for yourself and being able to provide and go back to you know the, your country. You know, since I know you do a lot of work with Haiti, could you speak more to about that? In addition to my profession, in my professional uh, career, that like uh, I work both in the public and private sector in Haiti. With my family, we, we started an organization, which is, a, which is the St. Louis Foundation. So what we do exactly is that like, uh, we help uh, kids in need uh, with their uh, education fees. So we started like, we, we started in 2011 with one kid. In 2011 with one kid. Today, we have more than 30 kids that we are sponsoring sending to school, pay, paying their tuition fees. So that's what we are doing exactly. And to be honest, it's one of the things that I'm very proud about, to be honest, because uh, I believe in education. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to you today, uh, Paul, it's strictly education, if I'm talking to you. Wow. Because I can, especially, uh, I know that like Greg told me that you you are from the Caribbean too. You yes. know, uh, we, we are from some places where we don't have this kind of, uh, that that many opportunities as we have in the US. So it's easy to go the wrong way. Because especially, especially that the quality of education is that really that good. Some very few schools, okay, yes. But the, in general, the quality of education in AD is not that good. And personally, I have a lot of friends who went the wrong way. You see what I mean? But like these friends, one key thing 
that separate me, that I, not separate, I'm not going to say separate. One key thing that made the difference is education. See, I mean, when I decided like to go to university, this kind of age, these friends, they were like, okay, I'm going to hustle. You see what I mean? And then like uh, some of them are in prison now. And me, he went to university, got an opportunity to get a scholarship to go to the US. And then he, now I'm talking to you, you see what I mean? But otherwise, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what, he, like, uh, I don't know if I will have that opportunity like uh, to he, he, without education, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, so something that I'm, I'm, I'm catching right now is that the two main things that have kind of gotten you through uh, to where you are right now within your career has been, you know, believing in, you know, higher power, but also education yeah. as to that, that point in time, you know, obviously with your studies, you, you never let it, um, you never took advantage, never took advantage of it in a sense, like you, you knew that it was an opportunity there. And I feel like something that's very important with, you know, individuals that do come from the Caribbean, knowing where you come from is always very important, you know, especially in the long haul, you know, to go to know where you're going. So during that journey, you could think back and being like, you know what, I'm here. There's a lot more opportunities. I'm a lot more privileged by being out here in the U S versus being in Haiti, you know, the financing, there's a lot of great things that do come here. Do you miss Haiti? Like, what was going on with that? Talk about uh, If I miss Haiti, yes. To be honest, since I've been living abroad, every year I go to Haiti at least once a year. Every year. And then, like, uh, especially uh, for my foundation, uh, the St. Louis Foundation, uh, one thing that I, I try to do uh, every December is that bring a lot of uh, uh, toys, for the kids in need in a, like a, in the in the hospital so it's one thing that like uh, i started de- developing with my wife in back in 2015 but last year we didn't go because of uh, of covid but like uh, if i miss ad yes <laughs> but uh, uh, i miss ad but it's not like i don't have the opportunity to go there like uh, to be I'm, I'm still in contact with the country my mom's my mom still uh, lives there but even though most of my friends they are abroad now but like i've seen contact with the uh, with the country but uh missing it yes i do miss it to be honest mm. because uh, you know how it is the caribbean uh, uh, the, the the caribbean beaches like, uh, like when i say beaches playa <laughs> playa <laughs> playa uh, so they are the best in the world you know that <laughs> yes, exactly. without a doubt the water is clear the sand, exactly the sun hit you it is an amazing place to be yeah, so yeah. listeners if you're listening right now definitely when this this pandemic is over you know you definitely need to get out there to the caribbean definitely visit places like haiti yeah, yeah. definitely you went from Haiti to the U.S. and then now you're in Europe. Tell me what's going on in Europe right now. Like, what, what are you doing out there for work? It's a combination. Work and my wife, to be honest, because uh, 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 my, my, my wife, uh, now I'm in Spain. I'm in Barcelona. I, uh, I've been here for the past six, uh, six years. Right? And I met my wife in university, <laughs> exactly, in the U.S. I met her in university and then uh, we spent let's say five five years dating long long, long distance and after a while she, uh, we had a big fight who is supposed to move to move to to join uh, to move for the other so at that time i was living in atlanta and i have to tell you paul it's impossible for a man to win that battle so <laughs> she so she won she wants so hard to move and then at that, at that at the same time when i was about to quit my job when i was about to quit my job in 
he, my, he, like the boss, my, my, the boss of my boss he told me, hey, we are opening, we are opening an office in, we are opening an office in London. I know you're not going to London, but like, uh, if you are okay with it, we are looking for someone who speak French, English, and Spanish. So uh, we are we are willing to to let you work remotely. But if you want the job, it's yours. And then like, uh, so that's how I've been a pioneer in working from home <laughs> for, <laughs> since I've since I've moved here six years ago. Exactly. Wow. Just creating opportunities and taking on those opportunities. Opening yeah. And it seems like all those opportunities that come your way, you're, you're, like you said, you're, you're obviously it is challenging, but you obviously do face it head on. And I think that's, that that speaks to the character you are as an individual and uh, the inspiration within your story of that. Yeah. Me? Go ahead. No, I was just saying that it just obviously led you to Zaka. You know, all those from coming from Haiti, you know, from your educational story, you being in corporate America to your foundation to, you know, developing a life, you know, for yourself within the U S and, you know, obviously getting married, you know, there's a lot of great things that have come through that. And that comes to like a, a certain type of mindset of an individual. Like you never did settle. You never were, it didn't seem like you were comfortable along this journey. And now you've, you know, uh, collaborated with, you know, these individuals to form Zaka. You know, now why did you want to, you know, get involved with the Zaka move? Me, uh, the reason that I wanted to get involved uh, with Zaka, different factors. The first factor is that like, uh, it's Greg and, and Francois, because these guys, I know them for a long time. And then like, uh, I've done other super, superficial things with, with them. And I love the dynamic among us. So just to give you an idea is that like, uh, when I went back to AED after a college with Greg, we started to we try to start a, a to start a company. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. But like, uh, it's like that idea of collaborating together has been always there. And also, uh, I love uh, how can I? I love when I, I I'm in a position to give back. I love to give back. So during our conversation, I explained you so I had some opportunities. Blah blah. Now with Zaka when we talk about the project and I saw that, okay. So I had that experience, okay? That project, it's exactly what I needed when I transitioned to the US because I did have that resource. Now, it's not because that I didn't have it that I don't want someone else not to have it. Now, when I saw that, I was like, okay. So this, if it, this is the direction, so... I want to offer, I want to offer something that I didn't have. So that's why like uh, I drop in, in, into Zaka so that like uh, people who are going to the, uh, this transition like, like me, immigrants, this kind of stuff. So they, are, they have that resource and struggle much less than I did when I transitioned to the US. So that's why I really love the project. And that's why I'm, I mean, when, when we talk about it, I was like, okay, no need to say more, sign me, sign, sign, sign me up. I'm young. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's always one of those things where we're like, you know, especially coming from the Caribbean, like, wow, if, if we had this in the Caribbean, if we had more of this, or if I knew more of this when I was coming up, you know, growing up, you know, the yeah. things changes in my life, the, the decisions I would have made. So now with Zaka on the rise, 
you know, what are some of the, the things that the, the viewers, listeners could, you know, are, could expect with Zaka? Well, it's all, first of all, like, uh, Zaka, the way that you should see it, it's a, a force driven engine. The way, the way that, the reason that I'm seeing that, I'm saying that, let's say someone might come to Zaka try, uh, trying to, uh, looking for some kind of inspiration, but that person might end up being inspiring other people. You see what I mean? So it's an engine. So uh, it's a give and take a, 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 a platform. Okay. Because that's true, like uh, we all have our vulnerable, vulnerable, like defect. Okay, it's normal that when you have defect, okay, you look for support somewhere else. But through that search, through that like exploration, like for I don't know, like a piece of my courage, this kind of stuff, you discover yourself and you discover that you have greatness within you, and like without noticing, automatically you start showing that greatness, and now you who were looking who came to a to zaka to look for that inspiration suddenly especially with the section my cycle you start sharing your your experience and by sharing your experience you know what you who got inspired by one person now it's your turn to inspire to inspire 10, 10 people so that's why i'm saying it's an engine so it's not only like a, it's it's not only like a, something passive, something passive. It's like a, you are getting, you are giving. So that's what that's how I envision Izaka, like in that way, like we empower each other and like we move forward and then like we accomplish greatness. That's why I see it. Very powerful, very inspirational. What uh what are some of the things that a, you would want a subscriber like when they sign up for Zaka? What is one of the main things you would want them to walk away with? You come to Zaka, most likely it's because you, you are looking for something. Maybe because you have some doubt, some fear. You're not confident, confident enough. So maybe that's why you come to Zaka. Now, after, when you start exploring the platform, no, but when you feel like that, if you, if you allow me to go back, when you, are, when you have this doubt, fear, you don't feel that, that confident. Sometimes you're in a mindset when you think you are alone dealing with these struggles. And then like when you go to Zaka, okay, you find that, you find other people, okay? You find other people, you find a group, you find a community going to the same. It automatically that you see that like you are not alone, you are not alone anymore, automatically that empower you. That empowers you and then like, so that that, that empowers you and like, so that like you can do more and be more. So that's why that's what I want. When people come to Zaka, they have to get a to come in my. You come on Zaka to be more and do more. That's what I want. Wow, wow. Well, very, very inspirational. Again, Sensei, you know, we definitely, definitely, I, I, I'm walking away from this interview very empowered by what you from your, <laughs> uh, You're I, making me blushing, eh? <laughs> and you were nervous, you know, before, but you honestly did a phenomenal job expressing your journey and giving, you know, the listeners an opportunity to kind of hear, hear about your story, but also empowering them and, and educating them along the way and, you know, showing showcasing to them what worked best for you. And I feel like that is a very important thing that when you reach a certain place in your life, like you mentioned, you said that 
you're at a place where you want to give back. And I feel like as an artist, as a human being, as an entrepreneur, as a businessman, businesswoman, you know, you want to get to that point in your life where you can give back and you're doing it obviously through your foundation, through the work that you do within your community by going back over to Haiti and across the world. And then obviously now with Zaka, is there any last thing that you want to kind of give to the listeners before we uh, end off on this call? So like uh, one thing that I want people to know is that like uh, join the movement. The reason that you have to join the movement is that like uh, Zaka, it's, we, maybe we are setting it up, but it's your platform. Why is that? Because it's very inclusive. Like that, it, it, to start like the word like has different meanings from uh, all over the place. Like for example, in Hebrew, it means kindness. In Arabic, it's uh, intelligence. Uh, in AD, for us, Zaka, it's a symbol of a uh, resilience, uh, go, a great ha- harvest. So, if you are listening to me now and then you are part of that community, the immigrant community, and then like uh, you are looking for a home and then like uh, you want to do more and be more, Zaka is the place to be. And we want you to come to share your story because it's only with real people and real story that we're going to make each other better and move forward and make that world, that world a better place. Well, you're, thank you're you. Definitely doing it again. Seriously, I want to say thank you again for taking the time out to you know share your story. Again, to the listeners, if you want to hear more interviews like this, definitely visit ZakaConnect.com where you can get more information on Zaka and hear more about Silse, uh, Greg, and also Francois and all the other individuals that we will be interviewing as well too, guys. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Until the next time, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. It was great talking to you. Yes. Thank you, Sose. Thank you. Bye-bye.